And and you falling off during the Maryland Hunt Cup. I mean, that is like ninety five percent of the riders don't they fall during that race? Like it's. it's oh like, yeah, I think that's what's cool about it is you go down to the start knowing that probably eighty percent of you are going to fall, oh, and wow. that takes some real balls. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. And on today's show, we are super, super excited, Karen. What do you say? Are we excited about this or what? Very excited. I'm super, super excited. We've been trying to get a, a hold of our next guest. She's been there, done that. She's done it all. She steeplechases. She bareback puissances, if I said that right. And she's a 2017 USEA Lady Rider of the Year. Welcome to the show, Jenny Brannigan. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on the show. We are um, we're huge fans of yours, and we really appreciate you coming on. And uh, we know that you are a super, super busy person. So thanks for carving out a little bit of time for us. No, thanks for having me. Happy, happy to be here. Awesome. awesome. So where are you right now? Yeah, we talk to people. They're always traveling and who knows where. So <laughs> what's, uh, are you in, what, what state are you in at least? <laughs> um, I'm in Unionville, Pennsylvania. I'm in my home, home base, just left work and getting home. So, so, uh, take us back to the beginning. How did you get into riding and eventing? I got into riding by local community had a barn where they had trail rides and such and so I started taking lessons when I was nine and and got really into that and then into fox hunting and heard about eventing and always wanted to do it and ironically became Allison Springer's first working student so I was really lucky to have a great coach straight off the bat and it's been quite quite a fun ride since holy so how, how old were you when you first started that working student position I think I was 12 the first summer I went to go work for Allison wow holy smokes no wonder. <laughs> I mean, at 12 years old, man. Holy cow. And you were fox hunting at that age and everything? Yes, yeah. It was been quite quite a fun life, I have to say. Holy smokes. Did you ever do any like, pony club or anything like that? I did not do any pony club. Allison was an A pony clubber, though, so it was great. She taught me a lot of wonderful things. So. Awesome. Oh, That's cool. pretty cool. Wow. I never knew that. That's pretty good yeah, stuff, man. Yeah, Holy yeah. smokes. No wonder you... you climb the ranks so fast as a junior and everything you were real successful in young riders how did you get involved in that and, and can you tell us about that experience yeah i think uh, allison rode in young rider championships herself and i know her team won so i had a little bit of an infatuation with it from the very beginning even though i didn't really know what it was and it took me until i was 21 to actually go and do it and complete i had gone to young riders the year before uh, with the horse named Cosmo and he d- couldn't trot up on the final day. So uh. I was super bummed because our team lost the gold medal for it. And I was sitting in silver medal individually. And so it was very rewarding to go the final year after I think all the hardships make it that much better. And it was a really incredible experience to go and, and win and be on obviously such an incredible horse and a horse that I'd been very lucky to have to produce at the levels and, Everything just aligned, and it was one of those really fun weekends that you'll never forget. Yeah, wow. Holy smokes. That's crazy. So now, right now, you're 
you're wor- you're galloping horses still. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's my sixth year working for Michael Matt, so that's pretty cool. And I'm based. I run my business out of one of their personal farms um, in Union in Unionville or Coatesville, technically. So um, he's both him and his wife, Dee Dee, are are big parts of my life, and I actually ride the show jumpers sometimes um, when their kids are at school or on vacation. So it's been quite fun. I think at the farm we have horses that are running over timber um, for Ivan and Steph Dowling, and then I'm eventing, and then uh, the kids are off show jumping Grand Prix, and then Michael's training flat horses. So it's just an incredible area and a place to be around because you're just around, and then, you know, Ivan and Steph are fox hunters too, so you're just around all this horse sport. And it's a really cool place to be. Wow. I can only imagine. I think I saw on your social media that, that you said something like you were working for him for all these years and you finally asked him for a jump lesson. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is silly because, I mean, I was laughing. Someone said, oh, do you want to go and ride in this McLean Ward Clinic? And it's like, you know, $500 for a lesson. I was like, you know, it's really <laughs> quite silly that I work for probably one of the you know most legendary shows in America. <laughs> yeah. And I've never asked him for a lesson because I'm, a scare too, <laughs> but he's a he's a very very um, particular man and a fantastic coach. And I learned so much in one lesson. I I'm been kind of building up to ask him for a few more. And I went and rode at a mini three at Great Meadow under the lights, and he gave me some lessons leading up to that. And then um, and then watched the video. And it's just really cool to have someone like that. Yeah. In your corner and believe in you and back you. And I'm really appreciative to the whole Matt's family. They're incredible people. That's awesome. I'd, I'd imagine, I mean, for him, I, I don't know. I mean, how do you just stop show jumping one day and just, I'd imagine for him, it must be a little fun to still kind of be involved with the jumping a little bit. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've asked him that, that exact question, like what made you, you know, just decide to stop. And he had said he had accomplished a lot of things and what he'd wanted to, and he was ready for the next step. And I just really admire that because I think a lot of us are scared to make changes in our lives yeah. or try something new because especially when you're so successful. And he was actually riding Judgment at the time and then gave that ride to BZ Madden. And I don't think a lot of people maybe even know that. But, no, um, I didn't know that. He was just, it, just very, very cool. And um, one of the wonderful things about working for him is I just get to hear so many stories and um, and his whole life and all the things he's been through in between training flat horses and riding on the team himself. And, you know, he's a man that pulled and saved kids out of a burning plane. You know, he's just an incredible human. And I'm just very, very lucky to work for someone that is that classy. That's awesome. That's awesome. The, um, and you, have you you're a jockey too for like the steeplechase and everything? Did you do the Maryland Hunt Cup? Is that right? Yeah, last year I, I started the Maryland Hunt Cup. I fell out the six, but <laughs> I would not call myself a jockey by any means. <laughs> um, every race I've I have ridden now in a few different races, and it's been quite fun. And I actually thought I might end up doing more of that this year, considering um, I think it's not a secret about my suspension. So, um, but to be honest. Things have been so busy with the eventing in, in my barn, even without me competing, that uh, which is a saving grace, and I'm very lucky. So I've just been riding out for him. I ride three sets in the morning and then uh, spend the rest of my day teaching and riding myself. So wow. quite fun. I know when we were trying to line this thing up, just to put in perspective, it was like 
I was trying to line up like a call for like seven at night and you're like, Oh no. <laughs> like yeah. you realize what time I get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. This I wake crashing. up at four thirty and I go at least twelve to thirteen hours uh wow. like pretty flat out during the day. So by the time seven o'clock rolls around, I mean it's not a rare thing for me to be in bed by seven thirty. Wow, <laughs> yeah. And and you've fallen off during a Maryland hunt cup. I mean, that is like ninety five percent of the riders don't they fall during that race like it's, it's oh yeah i think that's what's cool about it is you go down to the start knowing that probably 80 percent of you are going to fall oh, and that God. takes some real balls yes yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real and especially for me i would say to you know give you a to equate it to something in eventing it would be like someone going and riding in three starter trials at the preliminary level and then deciding they are going to go to rolex is that's pretty much what i did so you went right <laughs> I to the top feeling, you know, yeah i mean the whole thing was really neat and i'm so glad it, that you know the horse the horse actually ran second this year with the uh, professional amateur jockey but um it was such a cool experience and i would love to do it again and i'd love to be able to finish the race and I have a lot of respect for jump jockeys. I think they're incredible athletes and their mental game is just insane. What they do is incredible. So that's pretty cool. I, uh, I will say though, when I, when the horse added in front of the jump and I went, Ooh, this is going to hurt. I <laughs> when I, when I stood back up, I just thank God that I could stand back up. Yeah. Like I was like, thank yeah. you God so much for letting me walk away from this. So you knew, you, <laughs> so. you, you knew, a. uh, uh, uh before you the feet ever left the ground it was not going to be pretty yeah i i had a feeling i was like oh, we're stepping to this this isn't good oh, and man. uh and then a girl fell like next to me at the same jump and she couldn't get up and oh. like, her fiance came running over and was all upset and i just remember being like so dazed because I had hit my head really hard and oh, uh, walking gosh. back and just thinking, thank you so much, God, for letting me walk away and yeah. the horse walk away from this. this. This is really some experience. I just can't even begin to tell you what an experience that was. It was, inc- it was just crazy. I can imagine. Hmm. I can only imagine. I would, you would never catch me doing that. No, 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 not, not even close. <laughs> I, just, I mean, you know, it all, that makes like the bareback fusons, you know, that you did a plantation. I don't know. Have you done a couple of them or is plantation your big... I've only done the bareback high jumping at Plantation. Um, so, but I, I tell you what, that's nerve wracking too. So. Yeah. <laughs> you were fun. up there. You still, you have that picture on your trailer, right? Like that's like your calling card. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I think in Unionville, more people knew me to start from that than they knew that I was an eventer. They're like, oh, you're Jenny Brennan. You, you did the bareback high jumping. I was like, yes. Yeah, that is me. Like <laughs> first, first breakout into Unionville the very back high jumping. I swear, it's so funny. But that horse is incredible, and he's 21 now and still eventing. Wow. And, um, I have a lot of admiration for that horse. He actually won Central Park last year with Dominic Tram too. Oh, so, nice. Um, he's 21 this year and still going. He's an incredible athlete. So that is a that lot is, of respect for that horse. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um. You know, let's just get it out there. You mentioned the suspension. Could you take us back to that? And right now, your suspension's been minimized to, I believe, just a year now. And um, yeah, so I'm back in November, which is great. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. Well, the whole thing was so interesting. To be honest with you, I've I've had um, problems with 
attention deficit disorder has been, it's a thing that runs in my family, but, um, I would say that I've struggled a lot more when I started hitting my head a lot. I fell at Poe, hit my head. I fell at Fairhill at the racetrack and hit my head. And then that week I fell at Jersey. And I don't know if I went through all my horses at Jersey that year and then went to the hunt cup. <laughs> and, um, I did start going to see a doctor and got put on different medications. And two weeks before the jockey club, I got put on, um, conservum and I got switched to something else. And I've never been drug tested and just never even thought anything of it. Um, but at the event I went and declared what I was taking and, you know, just, you don't even think about stuff like that. It's been very interesting. So many people have reached out to me and been like, I had no idea that what I was taking was illegal and whatnot. And, um, I would be lying if I said I didn't absolutely feel like dying when all that happened. Um, but Mm -hmm. I will say that I have learned a lot and I know it's like easy to say things like that. And people probably think I'm full of it when they like read my Facebook and I'm like writing about how I'm happy about this or that. But I would say, um, at this point last year, I was on top of the world, had a huge string of horses and, uh, everything was going quite well. And, I feel like when you're on a certain plane and you're, you know, and you're on this trajectory of like going up and everything's going well and all I've ever, like I do well at one thing and I just feel more pressure to do well at the next thing. And like every year I've gone off on my own, I'm like, okay, can I make this year better? Can I make this year better? Can I make this year better? And you stop truly enjoying what you're doing in some ways. Uh, I mean, I love what I do. I love, the, I love the horses and, I love the day-to-day. I love riding young horses. I love galloping racehorses. I have learned that I had to figure out who I am, not Jenny Brannigan, who's comp- competing, because that's been what has defined me as a person I thought my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've learned this year that like I have a life that I love, and it's not just about what I'm winning. And I do have value like as a friend and as a coach and as um, you know a person. And I feel like I've tried to be really honest about the situation and and I'm at the shows like I'm not allowed to coach but I can spectate and I show up I go to this you know I've been going to the schooling shows and um, just while I'm not I'm not proud of what's happened and of course like I've had huge amounts of shame at the same time anyone that can read my like all my stuff's up on the FBI like if you read my health records like I, I don't really don't I'm not I don't have anything to hide. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, taking Adderall to party or whatever people say and think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that the people that have reached out to me that are younger kids that have gone, thank you. Like for, I mean, I'm I'm sorry for you, but I mean, I've got kids that are on the 25 and under list and they had no idea that, and they have the same thing and are taking the same medications. They had no idea they're illegal and they compete three star. So um, if someone can learn from it, I've learned that I can still value myself and love myself and love my barn. And I will tell you what, I get so much enjoyment out of watching Kimbalda go. And um, I was, Boyd was going to have the ride on Stella Artois. And unfortunately she got hurt. Um, and I have enjoyed Lynn riding Foxy and I still love my life. I still love training horses. Um, and I'm thrilled to be back in November. I will say if it would have been two or four years or something like that, I would have been just, um, absolutely destroyed but this like this has been 
truly like it's it's a it's a learning experience and i know people say stuff like that and you're like oh yeah right but i'm like i wake up every day and like i've learned to become happy and i'll tell you what i didn't get out of bed for four days and tammy smith flew out from california to like get me out of bed and i was yeah. like beside myself my staff was wonderful all my owners have been wonderful but Great. since then i've like come back and gone all right this is what's happened and you have a choice in your life you have a choice you have a choice to get out of bed and be miserable or you have a choice to come out and make the best of your situation. And I've every sponsor stood behind me. Every owner has stood behind me. Awesome. Uh, I've all my students have stood behind me. I mean, I've learned who my real friends are. I've learned who's not. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's been great. I've learned, I've always cared so much about what everyone else thinks. And this has actually made me be tougher and start to realize that that's not the most important thing in the world, even though it like actually kills me to like read anything bad about myself. And of course I'm very apologetic that like this happened. And I feel like I've worked really hard to try to have a good name in this business and, and be an open person. And I'm still the same person and I'm happy to talk about the situation. You guys are the first people that have asked me to talk about it. So um I don't know. It's, it's just been interesting. I can't, of course, like, well, I would have loved to have gone to the WEG or whatnot, but, um, well, I've seen some bad things in my life too. Like I've had horses die and seen the barn fires and, you know, seen, had a friend lose my friend to venting. And, you know, in reality, like I get to ride horses for a living. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty lucky. Like <laughs> I, I'm very lucky. So, um, I'm, glad that I've learned that I have there's a lot more to me than just um, what results I produce on the weekends and that's been a blessing to be honest so that's awesome that's awesome that you I mean I you know when this all came down Karen and I we were like wow this is you know I mean uh, you know we've met you around a little bit and um, you know you've always been nothing but the sweetest to us and uh, uh, one time I I don't know if you remember, like I ran up to your groom and said, I can I borrow our bell boots on cross country because uh, another groom had taken a pair of boots that we had lined up for our horse to go cross country. And you were like, yeah, go ahead. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're super sweet. And but, you know, I don't think that anyone that knows you or follows your career would think that you're you would ever do something intentional. And uh, the fact that you you know, you've been able to put it in perspective. I know that, I know that could not have been easy. I mean, my heart was breaking for oh you. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, I think at first, like there was all these rumors of like cocaine and all yeah. this crazy stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like that is it, the whole thing was just so wild. But you know, I, I wrote down what I was taking there. Like I, you know, I asked like, Hey, is this illegal? Like I do, you know, you go like, okay, like what's going to happen here? I'm like, I wasn't trying to hide anything. And so I think at least at the end of the day, like I tried to tell the truth from the beginning and, you know, I had all my doctor's stuff. Now I've gone through hours of testing and all these things. And in the end, it's like just made me learn more about myself, but I would be lying if I, if I said, like I told you, I mean, yeah, I've turned, like I've learned how to turn it into a positive, but of course I was beyond depressed. Mm -hmm. And you know, I feel like, like you're saying about the bubble thing, I would give anyone anything that they ask for. Like, I, I, you know, I like want to be a kind person. And, you know, the one thing about competing at a high level is, and I dislike it, 
when you're really competitive, like it is a little bit of a selfish sport because you have to put yourself first. And this has taught me, it's been like great for me to, and I really, Alexa comes from like no money and like came from, you know, and, and has worked her way up and like to go and watch her ride Kimbalda and get to go and compete against some of the best kids in the world. I mean, that makes me so proud. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I can give back to these girls that work so hard for me every day to see Steph Kaufman go out and be in the top five on all my horses, like all the time. I mean, they deserve that. Like, and do I want to be doing it myself? Of course I do. But how lucky am I that like Lynn Zemanski will ride FE lifestyle or Boyd was going to ride Stella or mm-hmm. Steph and Alexa have done a great job. And it's just, it's nice when you like everything's been about you to have it not be about you and be able to get back to the people that have made all of the good things for you happen and like, and to watch them go and be successful themselves and to actually be in a mental place where you can truly enjoy it is, is really cool. I mean, it's, I've actually, it surprised me. I kept thinking, am I actually like doing okay now? Or, you know, and I'm like, well, I actually am. It's really weird. Like, wow. Uh, it's just been so, so eye opening. And I've always hated that a little bit about when you're competing. I mean, everything has got to be about your owners and your horses and, you know, and you just, that's your main focus. And it's kind of a nice to, to not be that selfish person. I've like truly enjoyed watching other people succeed and the people that have been the backbone for my success go out now and get to shine and be in the limelight. And that just makes me absolutely thrilled. That's awesome. And the fact that your students stuck around, your sponsors stuck around, your your supporters um, stuck around with you, it's a testament to you personally. You know, the fans, you know, and, and people who may not know you, people on the outside, the people who might have started nasty rumors about you or whatever, you know, they don't know. So the fact that the people who know you stayed around, I really think that's that's the true testament. That's the true testament to know that you're good. And and you know what? So you know, you 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 you're coming out uh, coming out the other side uh, a healthier person and uh, with different perspective. Not that I ever thought that you would have been a person that needed it, but you know, it's uh, no, it's been it's been interesting. I, I will definitely. Yeah, I appreciate that. I just feel really lucky. I mean, I've got unbelievable staff and unbelievable owners and they are family to me and they've been wonderful. I mean, the gardeners and Beth Lendrum and Beth Patel and Corey Walkie, I call them like absolutely hysterical and they're just <laughs> like there for me, you know, and um, I'm so grateful. I mean, Tammy Smith got on a plane and flew out two days before Christmas to come make sure I was okay. I mean, how many of us go through life, not having people like that. And I mean, she got on a plane and flew like from California to New York and then like down the East Coast. I mean, the day before, it was like the day before Christmas Eve. I mean, just unbelievable. That's awesome. That's good, good, good people. Mm -hmm. Good people bring on good people. And uh, you know what they say, haters going to hate, but (laughs) you know, your friends and family there that, you know, that's where, you know, where you stand for sure. So, um, we're always rooting for you there. Um, we know, we know you're, you're pressed for time. We're, you're squeezing us in on, on a, um, no, you guys are great. A little bit. The, um, quick, just one more quick question on this subject. And then 
we'll we'll try to wrap things up for you there. The 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 process. Could you just kind of go through what 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 you did wrong with with the declaration versus the way it should be done? And this could be helpful to people that are listening that may have confusion. Yeah. No, so there's these things called TUEs, which is a therapeutic exemption form. Um, and you're allowed to compete on ADHD medication if you have this form filled out. But the problem is, like I was prescribed the medication by a doctor, like a family doctor. You have to have a specialist in whatnot. So it's like you have to get approved by a doctor and then by a specialist. Okay. And so then you send in these forms and then they say, okay, you're good to go. You can compete. So even though I had a prescription and declared it at the time of the testing, it's not the same as getting this form ahead of time. So um, you go and you get the form filled out and they approve it. And so that's what I have now going forward. And so I asked for it to be retroactive, but of course, like you're not going to grant that because then people want to have to do their paperwork on time. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's probably too why my owners and everyone have been so like, they've actually read the doctor's notes. Yeah. They know, they know what's going on. So, um, <laughs> You know, when it becomes when it comes down to a paperwork thing, you know, I think it makes it a little bit easier than if I was like, you know, running around, I don't know, doing something, gotcha. you know, illegal. Either, well, yeah. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know anyways, um, so that that is the bottom line of that. Like, and and then obviously since then I've gone and done, well, you know, you get all this testing done and they approve it, and so um, the FBI approved it going forward. I think for all, all three of us. So um, super. Well, you know, I think that I think that. Um, I think people need to also start to be a little kinder to other people and understand that you three were going through, you know, the worst time of your life possibly for, you know, definitely your career. I mean, this is not only, this isn't just a job. You're not just a right. Like you live this every day and then to have that happen. And then on top of it have, you know, you have to hear rumors of, of complete untruthful things. I mean, that's just, it's just cruel. And we, we need to, the eventing community, I believe, is is the best, and I think that uh, we have to remember that we're we're a community, we're we're we're, we're a small group of people, and just in general in life, you need to be nice to people. But also in this community, we need to stick together because this is uh, <laughs> it's a small community, and uh, so yeah, let's all I mean, be nice to everybody. Let's let's let's, uh, <laughs> let's you know what I mean. Let's not well, make up mean things like- about people. When someone's I, horse gets I've injured, I've never gone on the internet and written a mean thing about someone, um, and I take full responsibility. I did something wrong, and I'm paying the price. And I've been pretty public about that. I'm so sorry, you know. And I'm not perfect. I really do wish I was, but um, I know this has helped some younger riders because oh, yeah. they've reached out, and I'm truly sorry. And um, this is just gonna be... the reason why I'm rocking around and at the show. Like I'm like, while I'm ashamed in or in some regards, I'm, I'm, I still believe that I'm a good person and that mm-hmm. I'd be happy to share the facts of it. Mm-hmm. They're written on the internet. Like you can go on the FBI website and read them yourself. Like, and this is just, it a, is what it is. is just... and, I'm, and I am sorry, but I, you know, I, I never intentionally meant to hurt anyone. I take, I mean, I'm so play by the rules when it comes to everything with the horses. I've just can't believe I really put myself in a situation and I take full credibility for it. I mean, that's, 
all it is to say. It's it yeah. is what it is. This is just going to be a little little blip in the radar of the the you know when the Jenny Brannigan story is you know written. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when that book is written, <clears throat> it's just going to well, be. Well, thank you guys for for being kind, and thank you to everyone who has been kind, and and even the people who haven't been. Um, I have learned a lot. And um, I'm excited to come back and I'm really excited for the things I've gotten to do and grow with, you know, from this situation. I'm not, it's not like it's all been easy or good, but it's a situation I put myself in and um, I'm trying to make the best out of it. This is awesome. You're, 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 you're awesome. Um, Real quick. We just, um, we have a couple quick closing questions for you that we we just i um do you have a little tidbit of advice for that up-and-coming young rider that 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 is looking to make a career this would you have a a tidbit a little word of wisdom for him yeah i think finding a group of people who are willing to support you and people that you're willing to give back to is the most important part because you think the team is going to be there for you or you think blah, blah, blah is going to be there for you. But at the end of the day, it's the family that you create around you that truly has your back and they are worth more than anything. And those people should know they're special and, and back them hard and they'll back you. And I think that finding your own family and niche in the sport is really important because it's not easy. It is heartbreaking. And um, the good times are great, but the, you know, if they're not always uh, the most frequent, I think we go through a lot of ups and downs and you need to have that solid foundation of people in your crew to have your back because Mm -hmm. those are going to be the people you can actually trust. Well, you know, and you've had, you know, you've had amazing wins uh, you know, the uh, great Meadow last year and, and fair Hill. And, but then you've had bad, you've had struggles. I mean, this is not your first time you've had a bad thing. Kambada, right. Didn't, didn't you guys have like a weird, like he got loose in Kentucky the first year you talked oh, about? Oh yeah, that was, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like you've My had book, some tragedy. Write a book. Tell you what, it's yeah. going to be exciting. You've had no, some- it's uh last year was, you know, last year was, a crazy year. I like thinking about it. I was like, wow, I wrote the Maryland Hunt Cup. And then, uh, my dog, who's been the only constant thing in my life for the last 10 years died. And uh-huh. I can't even write about it. This is the first time I've ever even talked about it publicly, you know, or, you know, I was lady rider of the year and wrote, I wrote with broken bones. And, you know, I remember driving across the border to Canada praying that I came back with my two horses that were doing their first three star. And then picking up the phone when Tammy told me Dempsey was dead. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you just like you this, you live this roller coaster like my first time finally going to Europe and doing well at an event you know it's been this ups and downs and in and out but I mean that is what makes it so good when you do well and it I want to know if it's that's you know the most healthy lifestyle in some ways <laughs> but um it's been like beautiful for me and I know that my friends I've met in this are my family and I can't imagine doing anything else. And when this first happened, I was like, who, who, who am I? If I'm not Jenny, the event writer, I mean, who am I? And, um, I know that, you know, the whole sport is quite cool and there's a lot of different ways you can be involved in it. And this has made me realize that. So that's awesome. Um, 
one last question we like to ask is um you mentioned your sponsors and how they stuck with you would you like to mention those guys and that way we can no i'm just hugely hugely grateful to devaku and equiline charles owen grosso um veritas bit of britain and finer of course uh toclat ilar bucus i mean everyone's just been so amazing to me and i'm beyond grateful and i just can't thank everyone who's who knows me and knows that I'm a good person and has reached out. It was actually unbelievable um, the amount of people that were so supportive. So thank you all so much. And I'm, I'm very sorry to anyone I let down and I definitely plan to do what I can to try to earn uh, back anyone's trust that I might've <sighs> lost and my owners. I'm, I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. And we're a small group, but we're a strong group and I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. And real quick, you're, your social media. Uh, how how would we reach you? Either through a website or um, Facebook or Instagram. I've got Facebook and Instagram. Everything's under my name, Jenny Brannigan, and I have a website at brannigan.com. Gotcha. Great. So everybody, get over there, get on Jenny's social media, send her some love, and let's give her a big ovation when you get back out there in November. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Remember to subscribe to Major League Eventing's podcast and give us a rating on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can always contact us at MajorLeagueEventing at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers.